Guess who? And guess what? Footy Prime is launching a gin, and we're having a party to celebrate. Thursday, June 6th, join the whole FP crew for Footy Prime's one-night stand at Nickel Nine Distillery in Toronto. Come celebrate Footy Prime's one-ball gin with Nickel Nine Distillery mixologists on hand, Charmin's proper pies, meet and greet and photo ops with your favorite primers, and a live Atska's Almost Anything podcast. Footy Prime's one-night stand, June 6th at 7 p.m. till when we kick you out. Tickets at eventbrite.ca. Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oi, the boys and girls on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language, and sometimes the tales can get quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around, and thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go Cause it's the foodie foodie It's time to get this party started It's the foodie foodie It's time to get this party started With Danny, Jimmy, Gregor, Andy, Jimmy, JC All we know and all we talk about is foodie foodie It's time to get this party started tonight You ready for this? Why not? Yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? You, There's four we finally us. get a, a TV deal and the first pod since the announcement, and these big-time Charlies, Amy Walsh, Jimmy Brennan, nowhere to be seen on the podcast, because a podcast isn't cool anymore. It's about the TV show. So where are they? JC's here. Wong is here. Craig's here. I'm here. Oh! And look who shows up. Sorry. Look who shows up. BTC. Four minutes late. BTC, big time. She's got that white charlatan. <laughs> big time charlatan. That's what she is. She's just waiting for the cameras, the bright lights of one She's playing us. She's a you, con woman. You guys Did know. Did you beat the shit out of the family this morning? <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> Actually, GP was all over me when I went left the house to drop the kids off at school. He's like, "What? what's with the. Uh, why are you wearing mascara? Like, why do you. <laughs> who are you going to meet at the drop-off? I was like, I have to go somewhere <laughs> after. Like, I have to leave after the podcast. And so I, I, he was leaving for work as I was driving back. And I was like, I met somebody really nice at school drop-off. I think, like, <laughs> you know, it's going to be promising. It's going to be a, a lovely relationship that's going to blossom. I wonder how many, uh, how many I wonder how many affairs begin at drop off. There's gonna be tons, right? <laughs> oh no, I can't see any beginning because I normally look like absolute shit when I drop the kids off. I can't imagine unless at, at that point it's like you know what you're gonna get, right? There's no masks, there's that's right. There's no pretense. Yeah, they've they've seen you Maybe at your lowest ebb. Yeah. Well, it's nice to see TSN Amy show up on a non-TSN <laughs> day anyway. I don't know about that. When we when we uh, have our inaugural episode on Monday on One Soccer, will TSN Amy show up or will it be uh, Drop Off Amy? I think it'll be closer to TSN Amy. Ooh. Yeah, I think the Pressure's vanity. On. Yeah, the vanity. I think will. I was uh, just will, will pressure me into. I was into seeing the odds, Amy. Amy, it was you and Jimmy leading the odds for the first f bomb. Just so you know. <laughs> Fucking right. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> She's gonna do it out of the gate just for fun. Just you to have drop to. Yeah. You have to break the seal, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm all over it. But I'm just looking 
see this gray hair here? Yep. My my appointment is the day after <laughs> we debut on One Soccer. So much to my chagrin. Are you going Maybe down I'll fighting? Like... Are you going down fighting with that gray hair? How do you how do you approach gray hair? I mean, I see some some women even at school drop off my age or like a little bit older with the lovely, you know, silver locks. And I think, wow, like I love it. And still very youthful looking and like totally rock it and pull it off. I'm not there yet. Yeah, see, the silver's nice, right? The silver's nice, but you either get the silver or that bedraggled witchy gray. Yeah, I think I would be witchy. Ooh, witchy woman. That would be me. Witchy. That could be be as a walk-up music to the show, witchy woman. (laughs) Oh, speaking of, we have have an opening by JC that we should be dropping in. Yeah, for for the TV show? Yeah, okay, listen, no, before not we, yet. Before we not for the it, TV show. Well, not for before the TV we hear show. it, sorry to interrupt, before we hear it, how about for those that for haven't the, been on social media podcast. the last 24 hours, maybe one you can just uh, explain what the hell we're talking about. Well, this, oh, will, yeah. this will slightly explain it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So here we go. It all started with Footy Prime, the podcast. Then came the broadcast. Now the TV broadcast. But the next level is here. Introducing Footy Prime. The Porncast. <laughs> Featuring Charmin, Charmin's pie poking Boonanza. One ball for all Gregory Forrest. Amy Walsh is herself. Jimmy Brennan again and again and again and again. And Steve Chang shows his what? Well, we'll leave that to the imagination. Woody Prime, The Porncast. I love it. Funny Prime, the morning zoo. Oh, I love it. Man, it'll be it'll be the shortest show in history. (laughs) Before it begins, it'll be over. Yeah, so we've got a deal, Charms. For the next seven weeks, we'll be on one soccer. There, uh, we're we're testing each other out, but we're partnering for the next two months, um, right until I think the end of CPL season. So we're excited to be on board with one soccer. Uh, we're excited about talking about the things that we do, and we were just talk also speaking about we have to deliver the same form of content, which is absurd, which is sometimes authentic which is uh insightful uh but we're going to call each other out on tv if someone starts getting too tv-ish and i'm looking at you charms i will i promise (laughs) promise (laughs) no amy i'm never looking at you you got gray hair now because it's gonna be really easy right when we're in this tv studio with cameras and lights to fall into that tv mode and a lot of people on twitter and, and instagram have said great news. Let's hope it, you know, it is the same as Footy Prime, right? The same kind of feel to it. So we'll mm. endeavor, we will be, it'll be Footy Prime, I promise you. And if we start slipping, any of us, we'll call each other out. And please, you, the, the viewers, also call us out and say, yeah, great show or terrible show, but, you know, you went a little bit too TV-ish. Too I had some, some dreams last night. And they were freaking weird dreams about this show. Did were they, they have the same music as uh, as JC's open? <laughs> they weren't that weird. <laughs> and a pizza delivery boy? <laughs> <laughs> no, so, okay, just a little background. So One Sucker approached us, and from the off, they were great. They were very much, we want you guys to be Footy Prime, you know, be who you are. We don't want you to be a typical TV show, right? Just get that out of the way. But my dream had... I don't know who it was at one soccer, but they were trying to sabotage our first show. Ooh. Wheels. I think it was wheels. <laughs> it was wheels, yeah. <laughs> wheels. No, I, I don't know who it was. So, so we're about to go up. Literally, you get an account. And then suddenly, a new rundown's thrown in front of me. And it's a completely different rundown to what the actual show is. Great dream, huh? <laughs> this is such a nerdy TV dream. But really you know those is. dreams that evolve? They get weirder and weirder. So by the end of it, we're at a CPL match doing a live broadcast for our first show, but we're on the ocean's edge, right? So Pacific, I don't know, Halifax, I don't know, right? We're on the ocean's edge, and, and the tide's coming in, and we're all drowning. Oh, God. On the desk. But was like, it, did it have porny music, though? 
There was, could you get over the pool? <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's a goldfish. <laughs> she stuck on it. <laughs> but it's so weird, right, how your brain works. I don't know. Craig, explain dreams to me, will you? I don't know, but JC's opening has got me thinking about marketing my one ball. <laughs> I think I think he's onto something. Well, I'm just going to say erasable markers. That's the term I want to use because you could go around on tour signing it for people. They could clean it. Oh my! Yeah, and then what, then what, you just keep it's going. Perfectly clean. <laughs> That's right. Wait, we shave Craig it down. Signs his ball <laughs> for people. That's and right. then they, they do what with it? They take a picture of it. Oh, picture. Okay. Yeah, they take a photo and then it's a, you know, it's okay. like a Comic-Con, but it's a testicle com. And <laughs> it's literally <laughs> Craig Forrest on tour with all the other guys who have only one ball left. I feel like it's, you know, when you're you're a player and you're signing something yes. for somebody and then you need to get somebody to stretch the material for you <laughs> so that you can get the Sharpie to work properly. I think Craig would literally need some handlers to be like, sack skin, let's just stretch it a little bit. Got to stretch out that rhino skin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but tiny hands. Well, there's some people we know with tiny hands. It smells like cabbage. I've got a shower for Make it all supple. <laughs> you know, there are people out there, right, who probably um, heard about this this news on social media yesterday and hadn't heard the podcast before. And now they're tuning in for the first time today. And this is what they hear. <laughs> Can I just say that when you're leaning into your mic, your little tagline, you, you wrote something amusing goes here usually. And it's almost like you're being censored as you're speaking because <laughs> it's cause covering your mouth. So it's rather apropos. <laughs> Hi. God, we're so easily. No, we're we're so all at eight in the morning. Come up a little bit and have it go across your nipples. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <like>, <laughs> Charms. Charms doesn't have nipples. They're oh, inverted. They're inverted. Um, Sharms, I'm not worried about the two TV-ish thing, though. I was thinking about this. You guys were great during the World Cup on Sportsnet. You were banterish. You were having fun. And I think, yes. And I think even Sportsnet recognized that as one of the producers said something that to you. And Craig, right? And, and, and yeah, you're talking about the men's World Cup, not not yeah, the men's World Cup, where Amy was terrible. I was like, I was on tennis and Wonger. No, <laughs> <laughs> but you're right that that sportsnet woke up those hits were very relaxed i mean no one yeah. saw them they didn't play them but no. yeah they were relaxed yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah we will try and keep up this whole kind of i don't know our shtick but we we do talk about football sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> and i think we we provide some insight occasionally people either like us or they hate us <laughs> some might love i don't know but, but like, uh, what are you doing if you're just in the middle? I think you're doing something right if you're polarizing. I really yeah. do think that way. I mean, you can't really swing too far to the end of the of the spectrum, right? When you're thinking about politics, there is sort of a, a middle ground that you want to hit, but you want to be opinionated and you want people tuning in to hear something interesting and unique. And that's what I think. <laughs> that's what I think we do. <laughs> you know, I think sports media is getting more and more like political media isn't it in that regard people have these big opinions and they they yell and they scream i think we're i think we're above that we have big opinions in in often but we also look at both sides of the argument i think that's important as well now i've been i've been watching a lot of u.s based media recently for sports um and it's really annoying just so much yelling and screaming in my face it does my head in, so we won't be that. So I, but no, keep us I think we're thoughtful, though. We're thoughtful opinion. Like it's yeah. not like we just go off and it's based on uh, ed, ed being educated, it's experience, all of those things. So it's not out of the like. I won't. I will not be telling you what it, it's like to be a keeper at Ipswich. I can't talk to that. There's a guy who can talk to that, and his name's Jeff Cole. <laughs> <laughs> you know, great, back in those days. <laughs> and just I for the like people are be, asking sorry no, go, ahead, Amy. go ahead i was just gonna say that maybe jc could have like some sort of gong or something where he intervenes if ever we do get to tv stuffy right that's a good idea actually 
Yeah, because people yeah, are asking, are you show. all involved? And yes, we're all going to be on this show, all of us. Well, they're going to see a domestic for sure between Amy and Jimmy, right? <laughs> we know that's going to, the three of us, the four of us will be sitting there quiet while those two yell at each other, which is, I can't wait for. It's and I'll be at a clear disadvantage because I'll be remote. Sometimes. <laughs> you're, going to, you're going to be in for one show, I think. I can see Jimmy just yep. standing up and switching off that big monitor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or just like block me, like just stand up and just physically be in the way. <laughs> and I'll have that man, something amusing goes here usually and he'll just put it over me. <laughs> And listen, we will be relying a lot on you, the listener, to provide us feedback and uh, questions and comments. We want it to be a really integrated show with you. Um, the Supporters Club, by the way, have done, I think it's Dave Cola, right? Did this amazing bingo card, Footy Prime bingo card for episode one. Um, we're going to get out there and we ask you to print it off and play along. <laughs> How many of the Footy Prime cliches will be hit? I think I, I think Carrie I think Carrie Ryan is was like Decola. What did you make me have to do? What am I? <laughs> you just you just nominated me for doing all this, and she's like, was it Dave? Or was it was it Carrie? I don't know. I think it was Dave who came up with the grid, but I think throwing it at the Footy Prime Supporters Club, Carrie was like, well, I didn't plan for that, and then she's like, how do I how do I how do I keep score? What are we doing here? Yeah, it's a it great a idea. We should it do ourselves during the broadcast. Seven o'clock too. could be a drinking game <laughs> for us or for them. Both. <laughs> Both. <laughs> but yeah, it should be a lot of fun. We, we're really excited. It's a seven show run, and uh, who knows if it, if it's good and people like it and watch it, maybe we'll extend it. Yeah, never know. It's a never filling know. out process. You know when you Same. first date someone, you know, Ooh. you start off maybe going for a dinner, maybe a movie, and it slowly evolves. We'll be in the sack with one soccer by the end of November. I was, watch- I was watching a romantic comedy with my kids and my girlfriend, and it, it was a, a Chris Evans, Anna de Armas movie on Apple. And they ended up having a, a date that goes on for like 24 hours. And they're just about to say goodbye to each other. And he starts walking away. And one, one, one of my daughters or one of the girls said, you know, what, how is he feeling right now? And I think I, I said, he's holding back a fart, honey. <laughs> 24 hours on a date with someone. It's literally what you're doing is waiting to, for her to close the door so you could fart. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. We've all been there, haven't we? We've all been there. (laughs) Yes, we have. (laughs) And when the barriers go down, watch out. That's right. (laughs) All right, to the football. Um, It's an international break, which always comes at a bad time because I'm really getting into the flow of the Premier League and the European leagues. It's great. In comes the uh, international break. Can you believe that Commabol... South America already starting their World Cup qualifying this weekend. It's Vina Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy's shown up with hey with that beautiful <laughs> scooping neckline. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> you get a 10 for one sale on those? <sighs> Jimmy, you barely notice your eye because you're plunging neckline. <laughs> I was trying to eye? distract everything from my eye. Is it How is your eye? Oh my god. All right, stop staring at it. Fuck. It's hard not to. Get closer to the camera. I want to see that. Yeah, lean in a little bit. This is our promo. We now found our promo. Okay, are you on on some juice to make it better? Look, I'll I'll tell you something. For free? And I'll tell you, no, I'm going to tell you this for free because I think they're taking (laughs) the piss out of me. They've given me two different ointments and nothing's working. And then I went to the walk-in again yesterday and they're like, oh, it's okay. It just takes a while. I'm like, I'm a shadow of myself. <laughs> That's for sure. Could it be, Jimmy, they're treating you for the wrong ailment and it's not a sty? It's something far worse. Well, I definitely think so. Well, I think so, Charmes. It's, it's, it's electric pink guy. It's not well, just pink guy. It's, even when I went, went in the other day, right, <laughs> and I get to the front of the line and the woman's like, uh, what seems to be the problem? I'm like, are you taking a piss? My elbow, love. My elbow. It's driving me nuts right now. Can you fix it? I'm like, look at my face. 
that tracks like, oh, that, though, Jimmy. That like, oh, tracks that you'd have like elbow tendonitis, though. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I've, I've got a one. national show, television show to do on the weekend. Oh, wait, so yeah. you've got till Monday, yeah. Jimmy, because you can't come on the show like oh, that. I, I, of course, he can. We're getting him a I patch. Hope, like I hope it's really like bad. Said. No, I, I wear I wear an eye patch. I really like good. Like just go all in, accessorize. And like a wooden <laughs> leg, parrot, and a yes. hook on your arm. <laughs> yeah. Parrot, yeah. <laughs> what are you looking at? Are you Jimmy? Are you so? Listen, um, before we get to the, the internationals, Jimmy, we've been talking about the new show, One Soccer. We haven't talked about our attire apart from Amy's coming full TSN. Um, are you going scooping neckline for episode one? Yeah, probably more than likely. Nice. Yeah. Lots of bracelets, usual. Yeah. Good. What team did he use to coach in the CPL again? Yark. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for pausing. I appreciate it. Uh, not bad. <laughs> that was great. Anyone else given much thought to what you're going to wear? Clearly <laughs> not. Not really. I might wear a Puma top. <laughs> the red one you have to paying? you have to wear puma <laughs> yeah they better damn well pay us for it millions of eyeballs well not jimmy's unless mine's worth nothing right now <laughs> craig and jimmy have something else in common now yeah one ball one eye yep one eyeball <laughs> 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 All right, to so the football. Before we end this podcast, having spoken about nothing to do with football, <laughs> international break. Yes, South America's kicking off their World Cup qualifying. Um, you guys must get all kind of like, you know, gooey inside when it's international break time, you know? <laughs> What's that look for, Dubs? <laughs> gooey inside. That's Jimmy's eye again. We're not <laughs> making any progress. <laughs> and outside. <laughs> Um, but I mean, when you look back on your international playing days, all of you, was there ever a time that you wished that you you didn't get called up, and that you didn't want to get that call? No, never. No, I don't think so. There wasn't even some trip to deepest, darkest Concacaf that really meant nothing. No, we didn't have many of those uh, guaranteed clean sheet games. <laughs> so you basically no, thought to yourself no. Craig man god they need me I better show up oh we loved it sounds like it <laughs> jeez contain yourself Craig <laughs> whoa settle down have a cold shower maybe <laughs> Jimmy any time that you you wish that you hadn't got called up uh, no, no, I enjoyed getting called up. This I mean, it was one time we played, uh, <laughs> there was one time we had a, we had a friendly against Malta and we were kind of thinking, oh, where are we going to play Malta for out of all places? And we got there and the country was beautiful. And I remember when we lined up against them and I, I could swore, I mean, we had bets going on, like the butcher, the guy that served our, our coffee in the morning, he was playing. He was the left back. Like Their team was just a bunch of nobodies. And we thought we were going to go out there and just cruise this game. And they ended up beating us. I, <laughs> I even think one of, one of their players had, had running shoes on. Even oh. football boots. <laughs> so that was one game I was like, oh, God, that was the worst game I think I've ever played in my life. Yeah, there's a few games after the fact you might think. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I bet. I, I wish I way. didn't come. Amy, Things you Craig Force has never ever said in his life prior to today's podcast. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Is. For for me, just once though, and it was um, when I was pregnant. And so I was trying to figure out like how to navigate. It was during the summer, how to navigate my training and figure out how to, how to, how to kind of do it safely and in really high temperatures. So I think we were going somewhere in the, in the South of, of the U S and I was concerned about training twice a day and my body temperature and what that would mean and didn't have very much guidance because I hadn't really shared it with a lot of people. How pregnant Amy? 
it was before I had kind of let anybody know that I was pregnant. So I was maybe like 10 weeks pregnant. Mm. So I was still playing club and still training and still doing all my, my national, uh, you know, workouts and all that sort of stuff. But then we had a camp on the horizon and then it ended up, I, I got injured, uh, playing, playing club and it sort of fixed it for me where I was unavailable. But I think I would have, I would have been a little bit reticent, I think, to, to go in. So that's the only and like the the only time I can remember not wanting to see my name, and then the injury kind of fixed it for me. But you were so tiny, weren't you? Like almost showing at that point. No, it was the opposite. Like I didn't show until really late. Like with, I mean, you guys have seen my pregnant belly when I had twins. Like it's comical how big it was. But like with Jack, my my belly was was quite small. Wow, I think it's the torso. Point? I have quite a so, large, so, not not as big as Forrest, but a longer torso. <laughs> no, that's like an ironing board. <laughs> <laughs> Forrest, you barely though, show. <laughs> was that the point, though, Amy, where you, you thought, okay, now I've got to stop playing? Or, what, what point did you stop playing? Um, it was a little bit later. It was maybe closer to four months, but mm-hmm. again, even then, I hadn't shared it because, like, it it wasn't evident. Maybe people who knew me, like with my shirt off, you'd be able. to. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. See, like a little bit of a belly, like, you know, you're just changing and you're in your sports bra in the locker room. Um, so I was nervous about that prior to me sharing it. But um, no, it was, it was just, I just felt like, okay, I'm going to keep training myself at a high level, but I didn't know about the contact on the field and getting elbowed and that type of stuff. I wasn't really sure how to navigate it. So I just, I just. Were you trying to get pregnant? Life. At that point? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We don't want to break. Next question. Break any news about, uh, Look, well, my plan was JP, to come back. It wasn't JP. This is why there's all these God. issues now. <laughs> That's why her first kid's called Venezuela. That's right. <laughs> well, I didn't know when we had the when we had the porn cast opening and, and Amy was talking about JP being all over her in the morning. I'm like, hey, we're recording, Amy. You don't need <laughs> you don't need the, the se- a morning sex story with JP a- no. a- as we speak. JP was just concerned about the potential of the affair coming from Yes. Football. Yeah. He's like, what are you what are you all dressed up for going to school drop off? Well, Jimmy's come back from drop off. That's why he's late today, right? Jimmy, yes. any talent at the drop off? Well, I didn't see. I dropped my kids down the street so I can get out of there. Hey, speak, can you please speak into your microphone? Jeez. I dropped my kids down the street so I can get out of there. Okay. No mascara for you? No, man. <laughs> it's funny. Y- yesterday, my kids, so she's going to grade eight. So you think that she, she can walk to school, right? She walks to school. But she wanted mom and dad to walk her to school for the first day, grade eight. So halfway through, I start scratching my belly and pulling my shirt up and just making a right scene. And she was just horrified and told me to stop <laughs> right there and she'll walk the rest of the way. Solid parenting. But that was your plan? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. well played then. I wasn't just scratching my belly just for the yeah. <laughs> By the way, I have found the match report from 2001, November the 14th, when Canada lost to Malta. Yeah. You want to hear this? Yeah. It's pretty not? good. Okay, it was only a friendly, and Canada was missing its talisman in goal, with Craig Forrest recovering from testicular cancer, and injured oh. captain Jason DeVos. But Wednesday's 2-1 defeat to modest Malta will do little to enhance Canada's reputation in advance of its defence of the Gold Cup in January. 
Having lost 170 of its 240 career internationals, Malta doesn't have bragging rights over many countries. You can add Canada to the small exclusive list that includes Azerbaijan, <laughs> Gabon, Indonesia, Latvia, Libya, and Qatar. The victory in Paola ended a 20-game winless streak for the Maltese, ranked number 132 in the world, to Canada's number Jesus 83. Christ. During which the small island nation had gone 0, 19, and 1. Malta had not won since a 3 0 victory over Azerbaijan, currently 112th in the world, in February 2000. In fairness, however, the addition of veteran German coach Siki Held has served to significantly upgrade the largely semi pro squad. Um, the return of $10 million striker Thomas Rosinski did not upgrade the visitors' offense much, although Canada's score. Only its third goal in its last 13 outings. We had a couple of good opportunities, and we could have scored, said Canadian coach Hog Rosiek, whose frustration at his pop-gun offense has been evident for some time, some time now. I don't know. When it really comes to defense, the, sorry, when it comes to the decisive moment, they either miskick it or they get too hasty. <laughs> Rosinski's four-year absence from the team showed, he added. Uh, I'm trying to find wow. some, uh, It's pretty scathing here, isn't it? Um, no mention of Jimmy's play. No, <laughs> no mention of Jimmy at all. They actually mentioned the keeper, who's not even he's not showing up. The first first sentence. <laughs> um, it was terrible. terrible. I think that was right after that. All Canada down, sunk down. to its lowest ever at that at that point. Right? I remember that, Craig. We talked about it. They were like 130th after this, or 120, something like that. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, because this was after we won the gold cup, and then no, it took more. a while to get to there. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, um, actually, this amazing. Actually, this is a good topic. Uh, this is the thirty-third game of Oshik's tenure, but the first time he could ever use Thomas Rosinski. Yeah, good player, wasn't he, Rosinski? Good player, but just he fell out, didn't he, with the coaching staff, didn't he? Yeah, he was very good. Ridiculous. Everton, yeah. Fulham. And elect too, I think, in the Champions League, wasn't he? And elect, yeah, yeah. Well, they have it. Sorry to bring it up. Yeah, he did well memories. at Everton. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So Thanks back to uh, international call-ups, mm -hmm. Amy. When 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 you were called up, though, was See, it there, the manager? There's a good one. There's one I'm glad I didn't get picked for. Yeah, but although given the reason why you weren't picked, I think you'd rather have played in the game. Cancer or that game? What's the option? I, I, any regrets? <laughs> I think I'd rather. I think I'd rather have testicular cancer again. <laughs> oh Christ! <laughs> That's pretty dark. Losing to Malta. Yeah. Oh, buddy, it was terrible. It was just one of those games where it was just blow the whistle. <laughs> just blow the whistle. And let's get off this cow patch. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, a lot of bad pitches. So when you are called up, Dubs, was it usually your your, your coach that called you up? Or was it through the club? How did you find out? Oh no, it was through the through the club or whoever was managing. No, sorry, not the club, the national team. Because like everybody, the club game back then wasn't what it is now, right? Mm -hmm. So you you just got called up whether you were at university, whether you were at your semi pro club, whether you're overseas, and 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 everybody reported. Like there was there was never any reason for a player to not get released because the national team always took precedence. So the, the guys often talk about how they were put under pressure by their clubs sometimes, you know, and the coaches weren't that happy if they got selected. Did you ever find that at all when you, you played, when you got a national call-up? That I was under pressure? Yeah, not, not to accept it from your club. Oh, no. No, because I, th I think at, at that point, even if it was a conflict and the coach would prefer to keep you in the environment and you were, maybe there were some games because the, the windows weren't, what they were now, right? Where the women's game more and more, and you guys have talked about it with like, you know, sinking over 300 caps, like you're, you're or Jesse Fleming at, she's 25 now, but she was 24 when she, um, she reached the century mark, like more and more as the women's game grows, you're going to see that less and less. Um, so it wasn't that at all back then. And, and, and it was almost a badge of honor, right? As the club to have players on your team going off for international duty. Um, so they were always very supportive. Uh, I, I can't remember a time where I would have been prevented going 
Um, in fact, we were often gathered together in, in residency or for extended periods where, where then that would be, um, you know, maybe create like a point of contention where there would be like the, the pull from your club to be like, well, we, we need you back now, you know? Um, but yeah, usually, usually the national team was, was the driver more than the club. That was a little bit opposite with the, with myself on occasions where the, the club was not happy at all about going and yeah. even going back at 1990 qualifying, the FIFA rule wasn't in place. So the clubs didn't have to let you go if they didn't want, not only got into the team, you know, a year before or something like that. And John Duncan, former Spurs player and manager of Ipswich at the time said, you can go. I'm happy that everybody wants to play for the national team, but if you go and the other keeper does well, you will not get your spot back. And that's just the nature of the business. But if you want, I can take the pressure off you by saying that I won't let you go. So you won't take any heat over there. And I ended up deciding because we had a pre-qualifier against Guatemala and I figured, well, we should be okay with that home and away. Um, Mexico weren't even in that World Cup because they were suspended for overage players in a U-17 tournament. Um, so a great opportunity after 86. And we, so that was it. Guatemala beat us. I think it was 4-4 and they won on away goals, I think. And that was the end of 1990. And that's kind of, yeah, so that's how it happened a little bit before. But there are other players you hear too. I don't know about you, Jimmy, but where you're, you know, you're signing a contract and they're like, oh, you know, we'd really like you to retire from your national team. Uh, we, you know, you're going to be away for X amount of games. I think yeah. the, you see the African players get that a lot too, because the yeah. African Cup of Nations is right in the middle of the season, and you know you're paying these guys millions of dollars, and they go away playing for the national team for several weeks. So you can you can see where the clubs are coming from. Did yeah. you see Anana just came out of retirement for Cameroon? So I'm, I'm not sure whether United were aware of that when they signed him. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys will come out of the retirement if they think there's a benefit to them, right? Um, or, you know, going international, all depends. A guy like Junior Hoylet, for instance, never wanted to touch Canada for the longest period. He was concentrating on club football and maybe other options. And when it uh, suited him and he needed the national team to get some exposure, he came over and he was done very well. So, I remember interviewing uh, Neil Webb. Remember Neil Webb played for England mm-hmm. Nottingham Forest? And uh, United. Actually, was he? At For- he wasn't at Forest. And you were there, was he, Jimmy? He was as before your time, I think, wasn't he? Way before, before Jimmy's time. Yeah, way before. He's more yeah. pre-man you when you were there. Anyway, yeah. um, he, he has a story that he got called up by England. A uh, big moment for him, and he got called into Fergie's office. And Fergie goes, "So here you got called up to England." He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "You've got a calf injury." He goes, "What? You've got a calf injury. You're not playing." So Webby <laughs> played anyway. Went off for England. And against Fergie's wishes. And then when he came back, he got called back into the manager's office. And as he opened the door, he said this, this pen came flying through the air and smacked him right in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> and just got dressed down. How dare you, you know, go against me. I told him not to play. But that's the pressure, right? I mean, yeah. crazy. Yeah. It should be a big moment. It should be such an important moment in your career to get called up to your country. And then when you get the the issues from your club, it must be, uh, I don't know, really, really bring you down and ruin that moment. I think uh, Neil Webb ended up having an Achilles, uh, snap his Achilles at, at Old Trafford, I think it was. He did. Yeah, he was an excellent player. Yeah, he used yeah, to be on, was. I had him on once a week on my old show, Sports World, many years ago. He was brilliant, Webby. That's right. He, his story was he retired and became a mailman for a bit. And mm. it was so unfair, right? He was like just this, you know, this almost this, this, comical character oh former professional footballer now a mailman but like jesus christ good honest living had to do something right so i, I don't know what he's doing now but no webby was a great guy dubs you uh you had some questions for these guys international football oriented remember you were oh. just dropping it all over the dark web last night when you're trying to take my job i know and i was getting stick from from jimmy saying i was trying to take <laughs> over your job it wouldn't take much <laughs> if, no, if the I, listeners could vote i'm sure they'd be going for it, you if i it just if i can fill in sometimes then you know it doesn't take much it's not it's not difficult <laughs> actually today bloody is johnny get freaking blood from a stone so these questions anyway 
I said that Wonger was was gunning for your job, maybe hoping that you'd get like a really bad bout of diarrhea in advance of the of the show on Monday and you can take over. Hey, my fir- my debut, my first time ever on Sportsnet, it was for um World Cup qualifying for Rio for Brazil. And I got the call quite late. It's like, oh man, this is what an opportunity. And that afternoon I'd pick my kid up from school early because she had stomach flu. And I woke up at three in the morning, just vomiting and oh was so sick. There's no way I could have made it. I had to call the producer at like five in the morning saying, I'm so sorry, I can't do this. I can't tell you how stressed I was about that. But they brought me back, so that worked out. Double ender? Double ender? It was the worst. Yeah, it was, it was one of those flus that you just you couldn't leave your, your washroom. It was one of those. Like so that throwing up in the bathtub? Like the airplane shit? Yeah. Did, you, did you hear about that guy? You hear about the guy who had to turn the flight around? Two hours into the flight, he decides what? to shit his pants. They had to turn around. He was in the washroom in the plane. No, apparently, <laughs> I saw I saw a video of it. It's all the way up the aisle. Like it's, yeah. it, literally, the guy pilot said, "We we have a bio chemical problem." <laughs> Where were they flying from? I have no idea. Atlanta, it's Manchester, right? I, I, no, it was Atlanta to uh, Atlanta to Barcelona, and I think they were two hours into the flight. And I guess this guy just sprints Point down. Of Montezuma. Shits himself <laughs> everywhere. All over the plane. Do you know, I was like, where, when you saw the mess and he, and he just shit his pants all the way up the aisle. Like, where do you do, Where do you go? You can't go back to your seat. <laughs> well, <laughs> even more, like, he should have tucked his socks in, his pants into his socks. So it would have been contained so, at least. Sorry, it was actually coming out of his pants. <laughs> yeah. I think there was a had, trail going up the aisle. I think he might have had shorts on. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> but that, that, that's what was going through my mind was like, where does he go after that? Like, you're going to say sorry. And then <laughs> what? You're not going back to your seat because the person to sneak up going, into first class. <laughs> like, do you just stand there in the aisle? So oh was he on, on the way to the washroom when it happened or had it happened in, in his seat? No know. idea, but it was all over the floor and it, all the way up oh, the middle God. of the Can you imagine being on that flight? Oh, yes. You'd be so angry, wouldn't you? But didn't you say there were two hours in already? That's two yeah. hours all the way to get back, too. You have yeah. two hours for this fecal matter smell. Oh, in. <laughs> and what, what's, what's Barcelona from Atlanta? What, seven, eight hours? Oh, maybe. Geez. Oh, yeah. I think, honestly, wouldn't you just say to keep on going, sort it out, get some bleach out, do what we got to do? And just keep on flying, wouldn't you? And I guess it's probably ta- protocols. Tape the guys, uh, tape them up at, at the front of the plane like he's, like he's a hostage. No, you just give him the washroom. So you're staying there, son. I right. want to know, like, what are you doing with that airplane? Like, how are you? I know they, like, deep clean shit. But, like, like I remember when I got to a point, my kids were out of diapers and I was looking after my nephew. And he took a shit somewhere. And then we had to get back home because I didn't have, like, the diaper bag. I just didn't roll with it anymore. And we and he squished it all over his shorts in the car seat, and I remember looking at it and being like, "I should probably hose this down. I should probably figure out a plan to get these shorts laundered." And I just said, "Fuck it!" And I just fired everything into the garbage. So, like, if you're the people who have to clean that plane, just be like, "Burn it! Just burn it down." <laughs> burn <the plane>. <laughs> <laughs> I am not cleaning that. <laughs> no, Amy, I kind of have the same story, but it wasn't a child. It was me, and I just threw the. <laughs> Threw the pants right out. When was <laughs> Walked this around with a towel on. When and where was this? I was in Portugal and I uh, was walking on a tour with one of my buddies. And uh, it was a castle up in near Lisbon. And I, we were with two girls who we had just met. So the whole holding back the fart. So I was letting <laughs> little farts go. And um, I, I shit my underwear. And I was oh, like, Christ. so I went to the bathroom <laughs> and I like, it's also you, I didn't have any change on you. And this is back in the day. I don't know what they're like now where they charged you for toilet paper, the toilet roll. Right. Oh my God. And I didn't have any change. So I just went straight into the uh, toilet and I just cleaned myself as best I could with my underwear. And I realized that my shorts also were a little a little tampered so i was like wash those and i was like i had a towel like my shirt i put my shirt around me at the at the sink while i cleaned my cleaned my shorts through the underwear right out though 
How did it go with the two girls? They, yeah. they were just like, what's going on? I go, hey, things happened. I can charm my way out of that. Everyone shits. Come on. Well, not, not their pants, generally speaking. <laughs> well, not, not, in, not in Europe on a trip either. <laughs> I, can, I can commiserate. That happened to me once. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Jesus, who hasn't yeah. shit themselves in this podcast? Okay, Dubs, your turn. This floor is yours. <laughs> it, it almost ended up all over the floor. I was ate Indian food and I had to like walk down the way. We went to like a block's distance. And then you just know, right? Like it's that awful feeling where you're like, no matter how hard I clench my ass cheeks, like this is not ending well for me. And I was doing the same thing as Wonger. I was in the bathroom of a Starbucks, disposing a of Starbucks. my underwear. <laughs> disposing of my underwear. Which Luckily, Starbucks? there was, I don't know, some Starbucks in Atlanta somewhere that I never went back to. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're a bard. It's probably your face in the picture. Do not serve this person. She yeah. shits herself. It was well contained, as, as well contained as it can be. Any other? Then shit I just stories? then I just pulled the Jimmy Brennan and wore no underwear in my jeans, and <laughs> all's well that ends well. Liberating. <laughs> no, but I think if anything from these stories, you need to wear underwear just in right? case. I was thinking you, the same if thing. If you weren't Jimmy, wearing underwear, then what? I know. Now you just got to do your glutes and make sure you got strong butt cheeks. <laughs> Remember Gary Lineker on the yeah, had the problem on the pitch where he was giving it the old bum smear with his hands like a nant, like a cat trying to wipe his ass on the grass. Really? I don't remember. Yeah. Gary Lineker, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how he shit himself. Paul field? another one runner. Why didn't he leave the field? Oh, yeah. 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 But Greece. why didn't these why didn't you leave the field for that three minutes of because that's a little well, different. You know it's coming when you're in. Well, I think he had already gone, so that, that was already passed. So he just decided to do the old bum smear on the ground. Just uh, Jesus! <laughs> wasn't it? Uh, wasn't it Paula Radcliffe in the Olympics? Yeah, runner. Yeah, in Greece. Yeah, she to, yeah. And I mean, athletes generally. Let's actually let's try and get this back to sports. <laughs> it's funny, but anyone that is just discovering us from the social media blitz yesterday might not watch the show on Monday now. Anyway, um, back to sports. So. So Generally speaking, takes. as an athlete, you, you time your like you 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 have your your ritual, your pre-game, pre-match ritual, right? How do you mistime it so badly that you're taking a shit on the field or in a race or, or whatever? How does it happen? Yeah, that's a very good question. That's but a good question. Bad, I, I don't if know. You got bad guts. You you don't really <laughs> you think you you might think it's all uh, it's all clear and then. Uh, not but so when much. you didn't you when you played, did you like to play with an empty belly? Yeah, <laughs> an empty colon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You would have. But sometimes there's no warning charms. The game. Sometimes there's no, I know, zero I know. warning. I know. I, yeah, I get it. You. If you're sick. Yeah. You know, I remember uh, I used to play rugby at a place called Fletcher's Fields up here in Toronto, and it's where four or five clubs played in this central location, this big clubhouse, and there's probably I don't know seven, eight pitches, whatever it was. Um, and I tell you what, it's rugby, right? So you can picture the average rugby player. Like the washrooms in this facility were, talk about a biohazard. These things were, you know that, that scene in Trainsport in the worst toilet in Scotland? Every yeah. cubicle was like that. Vile creatures play rugby, including myself. And, mm-hmm. and the pregame rituals were pretty clear what a lot of guys had to do. Just... What's the word I'm looking for? Expunge all the bile from their bodies. It was just awful. Uh, it's pretty shitty. Yeah, it's not. It's not pretty. <laughs> not pretty. But I tell you, the dressing room. Yeah, the dressing room smells like disaster when you go out for a game. I mean, yeah, everybody's nervous tension, and you, you, yeah, you clean yourself out. It's it's just the way it is. But <laughs> we, we are definitely hitting new lows on this podcast today. <laughs> Yeah. What was your dubs? What was your pre-match meal, and how far before a match would you eat it? Peanut butter and banana sandwich. Really? And that was eaten when? Every single. I'd have like a a half of it, like on the bus on the way over, and then I'd have maybe a little bit more before I would go out for warm up. So it was crunchy or smooth. Crunchy if it was available. Wasn't always Mm -hmm. available. And it was on pumpernickel, so it looked the same way going in as it did going out. (laughs) 
I'm trying to steer this away from that conversation right now. <laughs> but no, the same as, as Jimmy and, and Craig, where you, you want to have, you want to feel slightly hungry. Like you don't want to feel full. I feel like if you're about to exert yourself, like it's, it's not a nice feeling to, to feel full and like that you're like tasting your food, but you don't want to be too hungry. So it was finding that balance. It was a couple bites maybe of it. And then that was usually good. But like that was, that's, that's pre the era where, you know, they're having all like, like the gel packs and the hot shots mm. and all these things, right? Like it wasn't really that. I want to continue this conversation next podcast. It's pretty good about not not about the shit, <laughs> but about the pre-match rituals and how you feel yourself. I think I find that interesting. Um, it's it's time we got to go. We eyed a heart out five minutes ago. So did Craig. So did Dubs. And we've gone late. I didn't realize. You know, honestly, I, I, it seemed like just a, a minute ago it was quarter two, and then suddenly we got into shit conversation and time's flown. <laughs> it's flown through this podcast like shit through Wonga's ass in Portugal. That's how quick it's gone. So, um, yeah, <laughs> if you want to join us again on Friday, I, I wouldn't blame you if you don't. But we're back on Friday for, <laughs> for news and dubs. Um, and, yeah, keep sending us thoughts, comments, questions for our Monday show. We want you to be very much part of our new One Soccer adventure. Um, anything else very quickly before I go? Wonger, Jason? We'll just do our prom- promos, fo- fubotv.com slash prime for all Premier League, Tony Bet to enhance your days and Footy Prime on One Soccer premieres on Monday, September 11th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. You're all invited. We'll and get there'll a be line. more football chat. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe we'll get a line from Tony Bet. Um, who is most likely to defile themselves on on television on Monday and see what the odds look for that. All right. Until then, uh, keep buying newspapers. It makes great toilet paper in an emergency. See you later. (laughs) Follow us on Twitter at footy underscore prime and on Instagram at footy prime IG. (laughs) Fucking hell, what happened there? That That was great. Oh no, right off the rails. (laughs) Perfect. It, It is a Wednesday show. That was totally off the rails. Yeah. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.